0: All right, everybody, we are back. Thank you for tuning in to the Upside Play today. We are bringing you our preseason AL breakdown. We talk a lot of football on here. Me and Pat are here to talk a little MLB. Pat, we got to kick it off the uh,
1: the question
0: of the week in the baseball community. Do you like the WBC? I love the WBC.
1: I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was electric watching every every player looked just so incredibly happy to be out there you know like it's they're they're excited to represent their countries and they're just out there having fun like they they want to do this for the love of the game and that's like why anyone wants to play baseball at that level because they love the game and i think that the wbc reignites that
0: yeah i think just like wbc obviously like the international aspect of it so cool but like tournament baseball is just such a different demon. And you're right. I think like players that like have been standing, you know, like on their take of this was some of the most fun baseball I've played in a really long time. And that stuff matters. Um, I Twitter, if you've anywhere near baseball, Twitter, you've seen the WBC is meaningless. Um, so just had to touch off on it. I think most people, if you watch baseball, you probably enjoyed that game last night. Um, not every Absolutely. day you're going to see some some of the the talent that was compiled on that field was absurd um and it i don't know about you but Japan just looks like a wagon like all these guys that i mean i had heard of you know a good amount of their lineup but it's you can never put into perspective how good these guys actually are until you see them against a talented team like the US uh some I, of those I, I, young guys the the triple crown winner who just turned 23 yeah Insane.
1: Insane. 23 years old winning the dribble crown I also find it funny that everyone on that pitching staff can throw the filthiest Mm. off the table split finger fastballs I've ever seen in my life and they all can do it it's just it's just insane like how do you hit that though I did I did see your retweet um, from somebody that was like bonds would have
0: sent that into Fort Lauderdale (laughs) I, I I thought that was so funny shout out Jordan Elliott very very good 49ers analyst uh but today we're talking about MLB uh we're gonna do the AL to start off and then we'll get into the NL probably right before the season starts uh AL obviously me and Patrick are Giants fans so we we have the A's locally uh I will start it with uh we were gonna try to talk about every team and then we decided we respect our listeners time we're not gonna talk to you about the A's uh, they're gonna suck <laughs> other than that uh, we're going to start with award predictions. Usually this would go last, but I think the team totals are a little more fun for us. And uh, we'll, we'll start with AL MVP. Pat, we'll work in a MVP. Rookie of the year. Pat, who's your AL rookie of the year? This was tough. It was, this was the
1: toughest category. I don't know about you, but I had the toughest time filling out the AL because
0: it seems like, like playing like... time adjacent. Every time yeah, it's just it... like, who is going to play the most and put up above average numbers.
1: Exactly. And like, they're not going to, really give
0: like the rookie
1: of the year to a team who's like not doing so well and can afford to give those younger guys like some time but I went ahead and took uh, Grayson Rodriguez uh, as rookie of the year he's plus a thousand I I looked when I filled this out um, that could have been moved but he I don't think that he's going to be on the rotation to start the year but I think that they're gonna um, bring him up and I, he's the, definitely the, the top pitching prospect for the O's. He should get that May June call up. He is a right-handed pitcher with a 2.47 career minor league ERA, 419 strikeouts. So this guy has put away stuff. He's absolutely filthy. Um, I don't think that the Orioles have a great pitching staff to start the year. So I think that they are going to wait and see how this team plays because they're so young. I, th- I think they're one of the youngest teams in the MLB this coming year. And so they're, I think they're going to wait and see what happens, where what the direction is. And if they're winning, if they're in the chase, which I think they will be, I will think they'll give Grayson in the early call-up. And uh, he's going to be a little bit shaky as first. I have him as like 7-7, seven seven, 135 strikeouts, 389 <laughs> ERA. Um maybe like a one two to one five whip depending on how many walks that he puts up. Uh, but he's, he's definitely the most ready pitcher in, in the AL.
0: Yeah. I, I think the injury is one thing to look at. He was hurt to end last year, you know, at the upside play, we don't have a ton of sources. I I have one, I have one in the MLB. I have a, a legit front office guy that uh. Did, my only source won't name, him, but legit front office guy for the Orioles. And he said if the injury doesn't happen last year, there's a very good chance we would have seen him at the tail end of uh, 2022. Grayson's got, like Pat said, put away stuff. Uh, he's he's going to be a big-time player. He just needs to needs to stay healthy and hasn't had a ton of injury history in his career, but does need to stay healthy. Relatively slower moving up. Um, so I, I do expect him to see this year. Rookie of the year, like I said, it's very playtime-dependent. And uh, I, I think Grayson will have at least 15 starts. I hope Grayson has at least 15 starts. Yeah. You mentioned the, the staff over there in Baltimore. And they're, they're definitely an up-and-coming team, but pitching is what they need to work on. And they have a bunch of guys that are flying through the minors right now that might be able to help within the next couple of years. Grayson is going to be uh, – I, I think he's going to be better than Logan Webb, so I hate to use Logan Webb, but I know a lot of people listening are going to be Giants fans. Grayson is going to be that up-and-coming guy that's going to stick for them on the mound uh Kyle Gibson and Cole Irvin, those guys they're they're good death pieces, they're good vets to have on the staff, but I don't think they're gonna be the guy. Uh I think Grayson will end up being the guy. I hope this year is his year playtime dependent, but I like that pick a lot. I went with uh you know I, I wanted to change it to my boy Yoshida after watching him in the WBC. Dude, seriously
1: oh my he God. he was
0: a menace. Um I think Zudo was on him so I'll give Zudo credit for that. We'll we'll do Yoshida for Zudo. But I'm looking at Tristan Casas. I hope I said that right. Casas Casas. I thought it was Casas. There we go. See, I knew I said it wrong. The team in general, I think, for the Red Sox is being pretty slept on, and I know Pat agrees with that. Um, Tristan, he's a first baseman, got a ton of pop, had a good glove last year. I think he's still ascending, Um, and and there's plenty of time for a guy like that. Not a very deep position for the Red Sox, unless they want to stick Justin Turner out there maybe. Uh, so I, I think he has everything in front of him. Guys are going to be on base for him. Uh, so we'll, we'll see you with Tristan.
1: He also had a, he had a good showing at there. I think there was some international friendly like competition. I think maybe a year or two ago, but he put up some really good numbers. Uh, he was representing Team USA. I think it was like, I, 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 I it escapes me right now, but they they played against international. Uh, guys and and he put up a couple home runs and he looked really solid at the plate
0: yeah I, i'm using fan graphs for most of my projections um dude looks like he's going to walk a ton which is great um decent decent ops that they have him working with uh, almost a two war on the year so just depending on the rest of the class i think that he very clearly is going to get playing time he should be the starting first baseman through for them throughout the year unless bobby Dalback ascends uh, yeah nobody <laughs> thinks will happen so We'll, we'll see. I I do like Tristan Um, right now. He's plus 900 could climb a little bit. Um, But yeah, I, I, I like Pat's pick as well. I think Grayson has a ton of potential up there over to AL Cy Young. We're going to move quickly. Uh, Pat, who do you have? I have Dylan Cease, the, the ace of the Chicago white
1: Sox, at plus 900 to win the Cy Young uh sees also a guy who has incredible strikeouts i think that he's projected to have almost 250 strikeouts this year which is absolutely ridiculous um especially for a guy who i think last year just barely made over 180 innings so that that ratio is just incredible if he could keep the walks away this year and have a little bit better control i think he's going to run away with it uh I know it's like been kind of like a, a joke the past couple of years, like oh can't wait for the White Sox, like because they have so much talent uh, from top to bottom on their roster. But I, I really think that this kid is legit. He wanted to pitch for Team USA, but I know that he's up for a contract soon, so I'm sure he got the the nudge to not do that. But mm-hmm. I wish you would have saw him on display in the in the in the WBC
0: dylan Cease, i mean you, you know he's my guy yeah, I, he's, yeah he's also your guy i should have also mentioned that but <laughs> he I, I think the problem with cease is that people are on base constantly oh, with dylan cease um and that, that's just the reality that i've faced I, I love him in fantasy because like you said the k's are always going to be there uh i think at 11.1 last year fourth highest in the league you look at war which i mean espn their version of war it, war is such a shaky stat doesn't really tell the whole story but he had the second highest very highly regarded stat second highest among pitchers only behind Sandy Alcantara so first in the al guys got stuff i I really like Dylan cease that off speed is just yeah insane not fair um and I think we both went with very high k rate guys Dylan cease is gonna be the ace for the white sox I think they've had geo they've had the conversation they're gonna tell them to you know you're, you're probably number two now because yeah dylan's been shoving out be there be number two. yeah I, I like dylan Cease a lot i think he's gonna you know, have a great year for the white Sox. i hope the white Sox can put it all together
1: no la Russa, so we'll see
0: yeah uh i went down to florida another big strikeout guy shane another hard name to say shane mcclanahan mm-hmm. uh Shane, another big strikeout guy. Uh, he's on the raise, so you got to be worried about his health, right? These guys are never staying <laughs> healthy, but huge strikeout guy. Um, I think he was eighth in K rate, so sitting at what is that, 10.5 last year. Fangraphs has him going nuts this year. I think Shane, the only problem that I don't like is I hate guys that predominantly use a four seamer. Um, and I know both of these guys predominantly use a four seamer, but that's really my only thing that I could really knock is change ups, nasty curveballs, nasty throws a slider at 15% as well. Uh, great off speed here and just a blow away fastball. If you're off balance, good night. Uh, he produces whiffs like crazy. I think what his slider last year at a 46% whiff percentage. Just yeah, nasty, nasty stuff. Change ups dominant. I like Shane a lot. I think ballpark's going to fit. I think that the only problem with putting a raised pitcher in here is. The Rays do a lot. You know, we we saw it happen to Blake Snell in the World Series. It's not going to stop your guy from going out in, you know, July. So, McClanahan, I think he has complete game stuff. I think that he can last. Um, Glassnow, we don't know what's going on with him right now. So, I think that if the Rays are doing well and McClanahan has, you know, that low ERA that we're expecting, you know, under threes, high K rate, and teams doing well, especially in a busy, busy AL East, I think that he's going to be up there for it. Plus sixteen hundred, so really good value right now. Uh, I would jump on it before the season starts. Shane McClanahan,
1: yeah, he—that's insane value for sixteen hundred for a guy who, prior to his injury last year, was lights out and on his way to winning the Cy Young. And I—I mm-hmm. am a little bit worried that they're going to ease him back a little bit. That those innings, those that inning cap on the Rays, man, Kevin Cash just—he hates leaving his guys out there, <laughs> and. Uh, That's what I worry about, Shane, especially with that, like, I think it was like an oblique or some side injury. Uh, But I think that's a solid pick. Uh, I think that the Rays as a whole are always disregarded kind of year after year, especially, like you said, in that stacked AL East division. But they're sneaky. They know how to play against their their division. And um, they have a potent offense as well this year. So they changed should get plenty of run support.
0: And also just big bats in the AL East. I mean, just like team by team, you just have monster bats, like Rafi Devers, Aaron Judge, and then you go Vlad Jr. Orioles have Adley and Gunner coming up. I mean, Mm. it's tough to throw in the AL East. I did look a little more at Shane. Um, Love 2021 changeup. He's sitting at 157, threw it 157 times. It's all right. I mean, numbers look all right on it. You go to 2022 bumps up to 626 it's the second most used pitch i talked about that with percentage batting average against 145 slugging against 181 i mean the changeup has ascended uh he's still relying on that fastball but changeup is looking filthy and he's a legit four pitch guy which yeah. is trouble in the mlb on to mvp uh we both didn't have a pitcher i, I just think it's it's getting almost impossible for pitchers to win this, but uh, oh, I didn't even see Vince filled this out. I feel so disrespectful. Uh, Vince's AL Cy Young, Alec Manoa. Shout out my guy, not here today to talk about it, but Alec Manoa, um, big Blue Jays guy. I think Vince likes uh, Vince likes what he saw from him at the All Star game. He was chirping some people. Big Alec Manoa, um, AL MVP, Pat.
1: I'm going to preface, preface this by saying that I think that Shohei Ohtani should win the AL MVP every year because that guy is just absolutely incredible. Forever. Built out of a lab. But um, I'm going to go – this is a homer pick at plus at 1,100. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick Jordan Alvarez. I drafted him on my fantasy team this year. But uh, I think it's his turn. Like it's – he. I don't think Judge is going to put up similar numbers than that. I think that your pick – I'm not going to – i'm not gonna spoil it is gonna um be close on his heels but Jordan is just an absolute game changer when he comes to the plate we saw what he did to seattle literally put the dagger in the heart and twisted it on against robbie ray (laughs) to to defeat seattle for that series and broke my guy just a killer he i think he can get over 120 rbis this year i think we're looking at 40 home runs and a 280 plus average um just one of the purest swings right now, effortless power. And now that he doesn't have to worry about the shift either, that's just going to open, open up gaps for him that, that were there in the past or hold open up holes that were there in the past. And so um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Yordan.
0: What a just a large human being. Yeah.
1: Ridiculously.
0: Yordan is just massive. Yeah. I mean the, the playoffs there, they're still ringing in her mind. No guy had as much of an impact. Uh, DH tough, but I think my guy's probably yeah. gonna DH most of the year anyway, too. <laughs> um, Yordan, man, the guy just smashes baseballs. Exit velo is always crazy on him. Um, I, I love looking at baseball savant sweet spot percentage is such a fun one for me. Um, yeah. sweet spot percentage last year, 40% of the time, the guy just barrels balls, barrels, barrels balls, per yeah. plate appearance, 14.1. It, he just barrels balls. He's a he's a big dude. He's a presence. It's hard to work around him because the Astros are so loaded. And yeah. there's just always guys on base for him too.
1: And like imagine like if they decide to walk Jordan and then you got to face like Jose Abreu, who's a right-handed hitter who it can can consistently put up 100 RBI seasons. It's like he'll get runs too. Like I think that Jordan
0: is just in a perfect situation right now
1: year for this year to really capitalize and take
0: the mvp i didn't even really think about that but like what is kyle tucker's probably gonna be third so a Brave's hitting five yeah <laughs> like jose Abreu's hitting in five that's crazy you got to figure yeah.
1: maybe pena pena lead off bregman second
0: tucker or Jordan third yeah and then think about when altuve is back yeah and altuve too yeah when altuve gets back then i mean it's problem it's a problem yeah. brewing um I, I like Jordan a lot. I, the only thing that I think could get to him is just the DH thing, but I think we've kind of worked past that a little bit already. Um, man, that lineup, you, you just look at it top and down.
1: There, yeah, there's going to be a to lot see. of guys
0: on base consistently for Jordan. like the pick there. Uh, we'll talk about Vince's here. Vince went AL MVP. He went with Shohei. Um, I, me and Pat are in agreement. Shohei should probably get MVP every single year if he's pitching and hitting at as high of a level as he is. I, I saw a stat today from spot They tweeted it out and it not a stat, but their projection for Shohei. Um, if he was just a pitcher, probably getting paid around $220 million mm-hmm. just a hitter, $333 333 million. Do with That information as you will. Um, yeah. Shohei is just a, I'm going to blog's going to come out soon, but Shohei is a, a blank check guy. There's a new tier of athletes that I'm creating. It's blank check athletes. Shohei is on there. I went with Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, I'm happy that I picked this before we drafted fantasy. Nobody cares about our teams, but I also, I got my guy in Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> um, if you thought Jordan's exit Velo is crazy, wait until you see this guy. He somehow tops Jordan in exit Velo. Um, he took a massive step back last year, which is concerning. Um, looked like the Blue Jays. They Blue Jays, their win-loss is good, but even going into the playoffs, I think we all were pretty nervous about them. Um, and I, I, saw, or I listened to a podcast recently and they, they talked about Boba and how he, he said that it wasn't always the most serious. And like it, you know, they had a very youthful team and sometimes that showed up. Uh, I think that the blue Jays mean business this year, their lineup is absolutely loaded. Yeah. Um, yep. tons of guys there. If you want to pitch around Vlad, good luck because they're, they're deep man. uh, AL East is, is going to be a juggernaut. I think Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going to be the best player on a playoff team. Puts him instantly in the MVP race. OBP Fangraphs has bumping up 364. Um, I, I think that they have him at a 3.7 war season. I can't see that. I think he's going to be north of five. It's going to look a lot like 2021. Um, and there's just going to be guys on base. I, I love teams with big hitters who have guys on base consistently. That's going to be the Blue Jays. Uh, Dalton Varsho coming over is huge. Whit Merrifield literally might win, be on the bench. Uh, George Springer's coming back soon. They got Kevin Kiermaier, tons of guys for Flaggio Jr. to hit in there. I, I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, I like Vlad. I like Vlad as well. Um, I think the only like maybe the issue is is that they're going to I I don't love the back of the lineup as much as I love the front of the lineup and I think that they're unless uh, the Blue Jays said it right I think that he's going to be easy to pitch around um cuz I don't Varsho is good don't get me wrong but I would definitely rather face Varsho than I would Vlad Guerrero and mm-hmm. I mean George Springer and uh Bo Bichette up there before him is awesome though I totally agree with that
0: And uh, I think that he will be another 40 home run guy as well. That's what, that's what I'm banking on. And Brandon belt coming in kind of scary. I mean, they have two catchers that rake too. Um, A lot of guys on this team. I, I do agree. I think that, you know, it, it can, it's, it's very deep, um, but not the most threatening, especially if you're looking at a juggernaut like he is at the top of the lineup. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that he stays above 600 plate appearances. Really hope for health, but. I think the, the slugging percentage is going to be through the roof with Vlad Guerrero jr. This year. And then, uh, that's, that's it for awards. Um, you know, you have a couple sleepers down here. Uh, I do want to mention a, a deep, deep sleeper for me. I'm very pissed off. I wasn't able to draft this guy, Byron Buxton
1: mm-hmm. plus
0: 4,000 for AL MVP. I know it's a long shot. I know he's never healthy, but when that guy's on the field, he just mashes. Uh, they, they just need to convince them to just, I don't know like when you're in the outfield, dude, like you don't need to run 30 miles per hour into the wall yeah. for a catch. Yeah. Um, it's iron Buxton. He's a big steals guy rakes when he's at the plate, when he's healthy, I think he, the twins lineup, it's lacking significantly right now. Um, I know a lot of people are high on the twins this year. I think they have a lot of pieces still to put together and they will be able to do so in the middle of the year. Pitching staffs finally coming along, but they still need some extra bats. If they're super relevant this year, Byron Buxton's gonna be a big part of it, and I, I think that he is a a good. Uh, if you had a couple extra pennies to throw, I wouldn't hate it on plus four thousand with Byron. Do you think
1: that? Do you think that they'll play him at center field less this year than they did last year in hopes of uh... put him in right? Yeah,
0: you know, I, I have to look deeper into what they have, um, but uh, he he is such a good defensive threat that. You know, it's hard to make that comment and think that it's going to happen. But the the Twins in general, I think they need their big guys to stay healthy. Everybody's obviously worried about Carlos Correa. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) I think they've invested a lot. Joey Gallo is going to play left field. Michael A. Taylor back there. So I guess Michael A. Taylor doesn't bring a big bat. Max Kepler and right. So, yeah, we we, will see. I think he's going to stick at center field, though.
1: I have a one AL Cy Young sleeper at plus 3,000. I think this is, I, it it might actually be exactly where he should be, but I like Tristan McKenzie a lot. I think that he took an incredible year, a leap that last year with the guardians. It was really pivotal, pivotal in getting them into the playoffs. Um, he kind of stepped up and took over a one B role to Shane Bieber. I think, um, he he real he really started to keep the ball inside the park and i think that would start to help him a lot guy also has really nasty put away stuff and i don't know if you've seen pictures of him but like his right arm is like he's a he's a thin dude Six his five. right arm yeah but no he's really tall but really lanky and his and his right bicep is just so much bigger than his left <laughs> bicep but i I think that he continues his success this year. And uh, if you want just a super blind pick, you know, sh- moonshot pick, I think Tristan McKenzie is a good look.
0: Yeah, I think he definitely ascended last year. Love if he could mix in a changeup this year. Obviously, uh, he, he had it for a little bit in 2021. He gave it up. I, I like guys with four pitches a little more, but his three are pretty dominant. Um, definitely yeah. put away stuff.
1: That slider is, is nasty.
0: Yeah, slider's nasty. Curveball has a whip percentage of 45%. I like that. So it looks like if he's going to bank on one to use in a two-strike situation, it looks like it's going to be the curve. Um, So we'll see. I like McKenzie a lot. Throws heaters. He's on a good team. Play really good defense behind him too, um, Mm -hmm. which matters, really does. So, uh, and, you know, exit Velo has gradually gone down as well. I, I I can get on board with it. I like it. All right, we'll go into uh, just division winners. We're What are we creeping on, 25? Yeah, we'll keep it at like a 35-minute, right? I I want to talk about the AL West a little bit. Um, Obviously, the AL East is loaded, AL Central pretty top-heavy. AL West, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think, especially because of that Altuve injury. Um, He's probably going to be out for two months is what they're expecting. So, I mean, Mariners have definitely leveled up angels i do it every year i'm gonna do it again <laughs> you're gonna uh, do it you again? think i won't i'll do it every year they're gonna it's gonna happen um and then the rangers i, I want to yeah. start with the rangers so what an off season i, I think that they really it hasn't been talked about about enough as much as it should um they're relying on some things to go really right their lineup has some massive holes basically outside of First, second, short. Everything else is just kind of up for grabs. Um, I, that rotation is just nasty. It is. De, DeGrom Perez, John Gray, Ivaldi, Andrew Heaney. Uh, three guys coming over, different teams, basically all the number ones of the, besides Heaney, all the DeGrom and Ivaldi, they're getting two number ones from two premier teams. Um, they paid them too. DeGrom got a bag. Yep. Vivaldi got paid handsomely. John Gray stepped out of Colorado, had a you know, the, I think what we expected. Um, 2023 projections. A lot of fun here. They're expecting Martin Perez to significantly regress from his, I think, sub three ERA season last yep. year. Uh Andrew Heaney, they're expecting up around the fours. This is all fangrafts, too. I, I like fangrafts a lot. DeGrom will deGrom stay on the mound? I think that's really gonna determine their win total. And when I looked at the Vegas odds on win totals and when I looked at what Fangraphs had, it it makes you smile. Uh, Fangraphs has his team projected at 68 wins, aggressively low. I think everyone thinks that's aggressively low. Can you give me a guess on what you think their team total is? 79. Close. I have it here at 81.5.
1: 81 point so they think they'll go like
0: 500 essentially yeah it's banking on Vegas, Vegas thinks they'll go 500 they think they're a 500 team Any... I think they're above a 500 team they're really
1: above...
0: yeah their line is disgusting it is
1: I was going to touch on that but I think I, I they have one of the best managers on managing pitching in bullpen Bruce Bochy the goat. the goat I mean Kind of, I may sound like a homer right now, but the guy knows how to manage arms, and he trusts his guys, and I think that's what a lot of players love about him. They, he has a lot of faith in his players, and I think that that's definitely what this pitching staff needs, but also the bullpen as well, Um, because I mean it it was pretty bad last year. I think they had one of the worst bullpens in all of baseball. Uh, Still not great. And it's still not great, but I think with the right guidance, the you know the right coaching, it'll be it'll be good. Now just listen listen to these guys: Robbie Grossman, Seeger, Simeon, Low, Jung, Garcia, Tarveras. That's so a I, lot of power. That's a lot of power.
0: I think Josh Jung is going to be a big outlier here. Um, they drafted him really high. He's flown through. Um, drafted in 2019. He's up in the bigs now. Van Grass has them fifth right now in the lineup. Um, I think they're top four. They have pop. Josh Jung, I'm indifferent about, and he he's gonna be after someone that will have to surprise you. The bottom half of this lineup is fucking terrible. Uh they, they have a lot to work on. It's there's holes in the lineup. Uh bench isn't super deep. Shout out our guy Clint Frazier. We're 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 looking, but I just I can't see them creeping past five hundred. I'm gonna hit under on this one.
1: Really? Okay. I like. Yeah, that. I like it though. We'll 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 see how they shake out at the end of the year. They have a very tough division, but I mean, they have like a good chunk of wins probably against the A's, Mariners. They'll probably play tough along with the Angels. I don't know. It. it I think it will depend on. I though I agree with you. I think it is going to hinge heavily on how many innings Degrom can pitch this year.
0: Yeah, just in general, how many innings that starting rotation can eat up. Um, we know Bochy likes their starters to eat up innings, especially with a bullpen like they have. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Those, those guys, uh, if, you, if yeah. you got any of them in fantasy, or if you're doing a draft soon, I I wouldn't hate a, a John Gray or Ivaldi later in the later in the draft, just because those guys are probably going to throw a ton of innings. Ivaldi yeah. actually has an incentive in his contract based on how many innings he throws. Um, let's go over to Seattle. I think with the Angels, I could literally talk about them for hours. Um, <laughs> I think the angels are going to be so great. I think it every year I bet the over on their team total every year. It never even comes close to hitting. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a wild ride. It's sad.
1: I, it's sad. It's just so sad. Cause the two of the best players in the whole game.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's it. Last night I was like, congrats Japan. It's still so funny how these two guys are considered the best in baseball and literally cannot sniff the playoffs. Yeah. It might happen again this year. Their, their rotation is not that deep. Uh, Over on the angels. Thank you. Thank you. Over to Seattle. Seattle is every year. I feel like the past two years, we've just been saying they're up and coming. They're up and coming. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's, it seems about damn time that they're here. Um, Last year they made the playoffs, had a great team. Uh, They got Luis Castillo at the trade line trade deadline. They now have Luis Castillo for a lot longer than that. And uh, it's, it's going to be a fun ride for them. I think that, uh, I think the rotation is very solid. Our guy, Marco, he's sitting there at the five hole. That can never be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, lineup, a lot deeper. They added Colton Wong. They added Teoscar Hernandez. Um, AJ Pollock coming over. Uh, oh, man. They have a legendary infielder, too. Tommy Lestella. La <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lestella. With both under.
1: with both uh, heels or just
0: one? Yeah, Tommy Lestella. What a villain. Uh, their bullpen nasty. They have yeah. some great arms. Um, Paul Seewald, I think is going to be great closing Andres Munoz back there as well. Made Diego Castillo, healthy. who I've loved forever. Diego Castillo just always comes up clutch. Somehow only 29 years old. Doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. <laughs> um, Trevor Gott. Trevor Gott's a good name. Yeah. I, I, I like these guys. A lot of MLB service time for the first time in a long time. When we're looking at them. Um, really banger of a lineup guys that just constantly hit julio rodriguez one of the best in the league right now uh thoughts on seattle let me get their team total for you but your initial thoughts on seattle
1: what i like about seattle and what they did this year is i i think they trimmed a lot of fat i they got rid of adam frazier they let adam frazier go they let carlos santana go they let hanniger go unfortunately to the giants um they let (laughs) weaver go and i think those guys are kind of like taking up a lot of time for you know for i don't know they just weren't productive at bats you know they weren't productive innings it was they were just like there and i understand why they brought in santana but everyone else i'm glad they're gone um they have a very stacked lineup and i hope that kalenic and i hope that um, who was their other guy their pitcher kirby can mm-hmm. take a the necessary steps forward for them to be competitive in the playoffs. Um, Cause they're going to need them. You know, it's going to not hold, totally be on Luis Castillo's or Julio Rodriguez's um, shoulders to really carry this team into the playoffs. But uh, you, you're right. I love their bullpen. I think that's going to save them in many situations this year, especially the lineups that they faced in the um, AL, AL West Uh I, I don't like the I don't like the Pollock pick, um, but they do need that kind of veteran presence. I think they could have done a lot better.
0: But I love um, Ty France as well. Ty France is just on base all the time. Um, is it not a bit for for his frame, not the biggest power guy, but I mean he, he's just constantly on base. Yeah. He's slashing into the gaps. Like Ty France a lot. Probably gonna see him in the middle of that order. I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Is that you would think J-Rod would go second, Ty France, Tay Oscar. So they'll they'll have some options there. Um, you brought up Kellenic. I like AJ Pollock here because AJ Pollock just, he's like the last of us of all of these out. He just won't go away. <laughs> um, 10 years in the bigs now. Jared Kellenic is, he hasn't had the most glorious start, especially for what expectations were. So a guy that's kind of been a cockroach in the MLB coming over and being able to help out at, young up-and-coming outfielder I like uh and then the the front runners I think that we all have for the AL West the Astros um lost some big pitching piece and Justin Verlander lost Altuve for a couple months um they're still projected to dominate this division Fangraphs has them at this is probably pre-Altuve injury so I'll scale it back and I'll just say 100 even um but (laughs) They haven't been a wagon again. I think a lot of people haven't been a wagon again because to be quite honest, the the spree that they've had and the the streak that they've had over the last seven years just been purely dominant.
1: Yeah. Purely and dominant. It just seems like they just get guys who can hit. I don't know <laughs> how, but it doesn't matter if, you know, Jose Alcuve goes down, if Brantley goes down like he did last year, there's guys there that will pick up that production and they never skip a beat and also their pit their pitching staff is still just ridiculous Fran Valdez it was absolutely filthy last year uh solidified himself as the ace um I like their k- new kid Hunter Brown um, I was gonna say dude I mean losing
0: the... Verlander and then just oh yeah here's our number one guy he's ready yeah he,
1: yeah and he's like okay like their fifth round pick so I mean they they took some time with him developed him but he's their number one prospect in at least in pitching and so you know I like how they're just letting him go like let's see what happens like it's i think they have an incredible bullpen to back him up anyway you know and i mean Presley can get 40 saves this year easy maybe even 45 maybe even 48
0: the only thing i would say couldn't be could they just paid Rafi Montero a lot of money. I know he's a setup guy but him and Brian Abre- and their their bullpen is, if if you are facing the Astros and you see an opener out there, be very afraid it's it's yeah. not a gimme game. I mean their bullpen is filthy. They have just dude after dude after dude. their top four guys could easily be closers for another team in the MLB like very easily. Uh, so I, I think this is another loaded Astros team. Starting pitching slightly takes a step back, um, but I, I like we said they they have young and up and coming guys that should be able to fill a pretty decent role. Outfield is a little thin, um, you know that the lineup is very top heavy. Looking at Chaz McCormick, Jake Myers out there, um, Dubon can play everywhere. He'll he'll be out there a little bit.
1: I was gonna say don't don't forget the
0: the guy who started our curse. Yeah, the curse of Dubon, bastard. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Astros are, they're going to be a wagon this year. Looking at their over under right now. Let's pull this up here. What is it at? Like 94. Yep. 94.5 over under.
1: I'm going over. They, I, I don't see anybody who could stop them really. I think they go to a hundred wins at least maybe like 101, 102
0: I think it's a good line. Um, under. Under. Ooh. Got to make room for the Angels. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? We are at 38. All All right, right, we'll, we'll give our division winners for the Central and for the East. Um, I think when we start the next one, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the East in depth. Um, but we'll go over to the Central real quick. Who do you have winning the AL Central? Uh,
1: kind of a square pick, but I love Cleveland again. Uh, Detroit and Kansas City are light years behind this division um maybe not light years but a couple years away still um <laughs> white Sox, yeah white socks i could see taking them um but i'm most worried about minnesota um as as uh, competitors to cleveland this year but i'm gonna stick with cleveland they just found ways to win last year and terry francona was an incredible manager uh youngest team in the big still. And I think they keep it going. I don't think that they let their, uh they almost beat the Yankees. They actually should have beat the Yankees last year very close in the playoffs. So I, I don't think that they're down about that whatsoever. I think they continue this momentum and I don't think they run away with it, but I could see this team getting at like 88 wins and taking the division.
0: Yeah. Fan graphs has them at 92, uh, oh. a very nice 92. I think analytics love the guardians Yeah, um, and, really foundational. They got an old school manager, but you can tell analytics paved the way for them a little bit there. I I like the guardians a lot. Um, Rotation still kind of scares me. And I I think it'll it'll stay that way for until Tristan McKenzie really proves me wrong. And he he very much did last year in the playoffs. He was dominant against the Yankees when he played them. Um, They added Josh bell, which I really like Steven Kwan mashing at the stop of that lineup. Uh, Joe Ram. There's that guy. Just a bunch of guys that we didn't expect to step up. Uh, They just played great last year. Oscar Gonzalez, Andres Jimenez, those guys just out of nowhere. Josh Naylor electrified the nation during the playoffs last year. Um, So they got guys. Their pitching is – I will never trust Savale on the mound. I'll never trust Plesic on the mound. I – I hate to say it, but I just, as of right now, those guys have just burned me one too many times. Cal Quantrell at the three. I think that the rotation is going to have to be better. They're blessed with a, another team with just a really, really good bullpen. Love Eli Morgan. Don't know how he's going to handle the pitch clock. A um, lot, lot of fun talent there in Cleveland. Let's find their over under. I I honestly, if, if I'm going to be real with you, I think the White Sox are going to take it this year. I'm I'm Thanks standing on the White sox and I'm standing on the angels and no, it's not 2018.
1: <laughs> yeah, I the problem with Chicago is that I don't think that they done enough to replace what they lost. Terrible offseason and um, Eloy gets hurt too much. Uh, they Lou Bob can't seem to stay on the field either for whatever reason. Mankata's in decline. Um, I like Tim Anderson a lot. I like Andrew Vaughn a lot. But then, other than that, like they're they're unfortunately they I don't know when Liam Hendricks is going to come back. Um, he's he's having his battle uh, with cancer, so I hope he gets better soon. Um, and then, other than that, their bullpen is not really that strong with, without Liam there. So uh, I think that they're gonna we're gonna see a lot of uh, blown wins by the by the west by the white
0: socks this year you give me joe kelly you give me kendall graveman i'll be all right <laughs> i love joe kelly that guy's a badass uh yeah they just have a lot of fun names i like their rotation a lot um lance lynn proved me wrong a couple nights ago geo i've always been a fan of he's another guy that's kind of been injury hindered a little bit dylan cease we talked about clevenger um hell of an offseason for that guy yeah. jesus in the wrong uh, ways in the terrible ways but it looks like he's gonna be ready for opening day also at a down year but I, I think clevenger can be a good piece michael kopech stud just has to yeah. put it together really has to put it together uh and there's that lineup i think they definitely have the best lineup when healthy um and that's just like a big win right we haven't seen Luis robert pop off yet i think it's Luis robert's year uh, I'm, I'm excited for him i'm excited for for the white Sox. i think that the the smart pick for you guys is definitely the guardians but i'm i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. play play a battle with pat here and i'll do white Sox. and then lastly the al east loaded loaded absolutely um, loaded
1: i'm looking i'll just say the, the 78 wins for the red Sox is kind of disrespectful i think they're gonna be i think they're gonna be sneaky and cause a lot of issues for people um but my pick is gonna be toronto for the al for the there AL you go what did you here. say
0: the fan graphs adam at Oh, Boston? no, I'm looking
1: at – I'm just looking at some – I'm looking at Vegas Insider, and they say that Boston's wins is 78 and a half.
0: Yeah, I have – we have 77 and a
1: half. 77 for okay. – mm-hmm. Um, I think they're an 80-win team, maybe even 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, Toronto, I think that they're I, – I hate the Yankees. I they. <laughs> yeah, they have – you know, a stacked lineup and everything, but I don't, I don't think that uh, Boone is a good, good manager. I think that they're just choke artists. now. That's what they should be remember, it's remembering. It's a New York at. thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, Garrett Cole is going to do his thing, of course. And then after that, Rodon, hopefully, uh, I think he had an injury this, this spring. Uh, hopefully that doesn't set him back too much. And um but, yeah, I don't like the Yankees. I think they're very overrated every Nobody year. Nobody does,
0: pal. Nobody does. I, I agree. I think their lineup is just – you look at it, and you're like, a lot has to go right. Um, Aaron Judge has to break records. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, what needs judge to literally,
1: happen. He literally had to break records for them to even get into the playoffs, which is crazy.
0: Uh, Rotation? Jesus, rotation. Severino, German Clark Schmidt. Um, Losing good Montes bullpen.
1: was was awful for them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Frankie Montes going down, terrible. Right now, we don't know what's going on with Carlos Rodon. Um, hoping that his strained forearm will be hopefully back. Uh, we're we're expecting him to miss three starts is with the latest yeah. projection. But I mean, it's if Carlos Rodon is out for longer than that, uh, they're they're going to be in some trouble. They're going to be in a lot of trouble. I like the Blue Jays a lot. Everybody seems to be on the Orioles. Maybe not to take to the the division, but to really make noise this year. Uh, The Rays, you can never count out the Rays. Fangraphs has these teams projected. Yankees, 99. Blue Jays, 92. Rays, 86. Sox, 70. Sorry, Orioles, 83. Sox, 78. So they have the Red Sox in the cellar at 78 wins.
1: 78 wins that's, that's three games off from
0: 500 or four games off from 500 whatever yeah. three or four i slam that under on the yankees they're
1: not winning they're not winning 99 games there's no chance
0: yeah so that's fangrass fangrass has been a little different uh most odds have yanks over under 95
1: 95 that's a little bit that's a little bit tougher but i i think they're like 92 91 or 92 win team
0: yeah, I'm addicted to the under right now too. I'm going to go with that on them. Lineup's just not that impressive. I know no, they've they're been old. the Yankees and they always hit, um, but Giancarlo's yeah. going to slow down. Rizzo's going to slow down at some point. The young guys are going to have to be great. Um, Oswaldo and Anthony Volpe, they're going to have to be mm-hmm. great if uh, this team's going to hit 95 wins. Then I, I mean my my favorite bet in this entire group right now, the Orioles are over under 76.5. Um, I hate their rotation. But I love their lineup. I love the analytics that they work with. Um, so I think I'd snag the over on that one. Uh, who do I think's going to take the division? I'm going to go with you, Pat. I think it's the Blue Jays. Um, Berrios is coming back, damn it. He's coming, he's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back, damn it. Uh, hopefully. Uh, Jose Berrios has just been a nightmare since he's just came over. But lineups loaded. Talked about the lineup. They're super deep. Um, I think Kevin Kiermaier is a vet presence. Him and Brandon Belt, uh, those guys will, will will turn that ship around. Yeah, the, the captain definitely will turn that ship around.
1: It's it's gonna hit them. Like it, you know, you just kind of like wake up one day and like, oh, all right, wow, I gotta start taking this a little bit seriously. And I think yeah. that this is their year for that.
0: And their their bullpen's good. Um, R- yeah, Romano, definitely. Jordan is Romano, yeah. noted as one of the the better, you know closers in the game yimmy garcia got some filth behind him there i think their rotation's really good mm-hmm. um still pains me inside that we couldn't lock down kevin gossman for the for the contract insane. they got absolutely insane they bring over chris brassett from the mets um not the not the best year last year but he's, he's got a ton of pitches he knows how to use them good mlb vet uh chris bassett being your your four in the rotation not bad and then they have question marks at the five where you know Jinryu coming off of uh, Tommy John. They got yes. my boy Kikuchi. Um, <laughs> very famous interview with that man. Fifth spot, Mitch White. We don't know what's gonna happen with him. So a lot of guys, I think that the I think that this is their year. Their kids are gonna grow up on us. Flav Guerrero Jr. for MVP.
1: Okay, okay. Uh
0: that's it for AL. Um, lastly, I, I do want to shout out a, a deep sleeper for my Cy Young because we didn't I didn't talk about the Didn't talk about the Twins that much. Pablo Lopez, go have yourself a year. Uh, (laughs) You got traded into a great situation out of Miami who have what seems like a ton of starting pitching coming in over the next couple of years. So uh, I I like Pablo this year. Minnesota, he gets to be the guy. Uh, Excited for the Twins. Finally excited for the AL Central. and I feel like we never are.
1: It's going to be competitive, I think.
0: Finally going to be competitive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Brandon Lowe. I like that sleeper for comeback. There you yeah. go. All right, thank you guys so much. Royalretros.com. MLB season's about to start. I know you guys have seen some cool alternate jerseys that your team wears. A lot of them are on Royalretros.com. Go over to Royalretros.com. Use promo code Upside Play. Check it out. I just look at the baseball section. There is a ton of historical stuff on there that you guys would be into. If you guys have any fantasy questions, uh, look out for a blog that we're going to drop next week. But if not, feel free to DM us on Twitter at the Upside Play. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your evening. Baseball is almost back.